Good morning and welcome to the Gain and Retain 365 podcast where our goal is to educate and motivate aspiring entrepreneurs on how to get started. Today we have the pleasure of speaking with Quint Green with QG Visuals. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Appreciate you for having me, man. Hey, man. Hey, it's an honor, man, to be in the presence of greatness, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Good to be here. It's a long time coming, man. Me and Quint, hey, give y'all a quick rundown, man. We've been doing business with each other for at least six years. At least. This is my first time meeting this man. First time. In person. And I mean, he done done all, my, all of my graphics just about. Everything y'all see me post, he done did it. This is my first time meeting him in person, man. All our transactions been online, like through messenger, email, and all that. But it's it's good to finally meet this dude. Exactly. And he's very talented at what he do. I just got to put that out there, man. I appreciate it, man. It was nice. First thing I seen when I pulled up, I was like, man, I remember doing that logo. It's been years, like you said. Yeah. I said, one of the logos on the door. I said, gosh. Yep, it's been a minute, man. Definitely. For sure. So going off into it, man, how, how long have you been doing graphics, bro? I've been doing graphics, ooh, I want to say I started my 11th grade year, so 2006 maybe. Okay. Uh, I had to find a plan. You know, we all had that one dream of sports or rap, you know, and uh, so I needed to find another elective, so I jumped off of radio and TV broadcasting, and one of the things we had to learn was Photoshop. So I picked that up and decided to help my friends out. They do music. We all do music. I'm going to be the guy behind our graphics. And it kind of just started there. And it went on whew, 15 years later. I'm still doing it. Okay. So when you um, starting off, you said that you all did music. Were you were you writing? Were you recording? I, that's the one thing about it. We had a group in Camden called the Queen City Goon Squad. Uh, it was me, C-Mad, Maurice, Coop, a couple of us. We all rapped, but we kind of picked up early. We all not going to make it rap. So everybody kind of picked up something that they wanted to do. And uh, along with rapping, I just decided to start doing the graphics. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I like that, man. So everybody, like, they realize that you got to find your own lane. Exactly. Like, the microphone wasn't for everybody. Exactly. And apparently, C-Mad, he continued with the rap. He continued it, with the rap. It was more so for him. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you got to have everybody. You got to have team players, man. Everybody got a role. Exactly. So starting out with the graphics, man, how, how did you teach yourself? That's one of the things I got to say. Uh, I technically got formal education on it. I got a degree in web design okay. and graphic design. I got three degrees. Uh, web design associates, graphic design associates, and a bachelor's in uh, filmmaking and mass communication. And I can honestly say it helped me get the jobs, but I taught myself more of the stuff that set me apart from a lot of my peers. So it's like... You have to kind of keep up with the trends that's going on. You can never say, oh, I know enough, I'm doing okay. It's always good to go back, go to YouTube, learn something different. That's kind of how I taught myself. Because I remember graduating, uh, getting my first degree, which was graphic design. I didn't learn nothing. Yeah. I kind of feel like that. I didn't learn nothing. So that's when I took it upon myself to like, I see Drake CD cover looking like this. I'm going to figure out how to do this myself. And it's kind of a lot of stuff is self-taught. So, I got you. I got you. So with that... A lot of a lot of YouTube. Did you take any courses on your own, like outside of school, like any extra courses to teach you that trade? Uh, I took a few. It was it was more. Our textbooks would come with like these uh, 
try this, try this next. And you could sign up and you get like a free class. I can't remember the exact name of the of the program it was, but it will it will give you like extra courses in its videos and uh only thing I can say it it doesn't like help you find too. Cause one thing about what you learn in graphics and things like that, everybody has like a specialty. Some people are ex very good at logos, some people are good at like promo graphics like flyers and things. And it doesn't really help you find too. For that's kind of what you gotta take that initiative yourself to kind of find what you wanna do and perfect that. So what would you say your niche is in the in the graphic line? I like promo graphics. Like promo. Uh, I love doing album art. Uh, one of my favorite things, because I do more than graphics. I do a little photography, a little videography. Like I said, graphic design. I work with audio. Uh, but with building like album art, it's something I can do. I like to go out, take the picture myself, be able to Photoshop and do all that myself. So that's one of my favorite things to do. I love doing flyers. I would say my least favorite thing is logos, <laughs> because it, it, it gets it gets difficult with it. Because people kind of want a lot. Right, right, right. And, you know, they don't understand how branding works. Right. So I said my least favorite is logos, but I can't do them. Okay, okay. Because, yeah. I mean, everyone has their niche in their particular mm -hmm. field. You exactly. know what I mean? So I didn't know what you leaned towards. Cause I haven't reached out to you for all of them. Exactly. You know, but I didn't know, like, Quint don't really like doing this, you know. Yeah, and, and like I said, logos, I can do them. It's just the biggest thing is people have an idea of what they feel like a logo should look like. Like, I remember my professor telling us going in, because people were coming up with all the glittery logos and all that. He was like, Nike made a billion dollars off a of swoosh. Adidas made a billion dollars off three stripes. Man. Like, sometimes you got to explain that to your client. So, the so, simplicity. Simplicity is, is the key. When it comes to marketing. Is the key. Because some people got a logo, and uh, you tell them, so what would it look like if it was all white on the shirt? And then you get to realizing they got the glittery, all this and that, and there's no definition to it and you can't do that and sometimes explaining that to a client they don't see that but when it comes to branding that matters right right because it's it's what their vision is and their expectations and mm -hmm. and you try to explain it to them it's like mm -hmm. you taking their joy away exactly and, exactly and it's not that you're intending to but you understand marketing exactly you have to be able to see this logo on the billboard when people passing by and it's on the billboard you got what three seconds to catch their attention. Right. Sometimes just keeping it simple in your face, that's what's gonna get that attention. But it's like we got into the age where people, everybody can kind of do a graphic, but that's kind of where like more of the formal training come in, where you kind of learn how certain designs look, what catches the eye, what colors catch the eye, and things like that. It matters once you get into the nitty gritty. I got you. Mm -hmm. I got you, man. So. This thing started out back in back in school, right? It got started in school. So you were doing all the graphics for the for the Gloom Squad, right? Mm -hmm. Doing all the graphics. So when did you start to do graphics for other individuals? I would say it started. I started doing them probably my 11th grade year. I would say it first started probably my 12th grade year. My 12th grade year, I stuck with the radio and TV stuff. I took the radio route. Uh, I was in high school, I remember I had an internship as a music director at the, uh, we call it the Votech. It was the vocational school. Mm -hmm. And uh, first thing they were telling me, we want you to help brand the station. The station had no identity. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm 17 years old, I don't know what to do. I'm panicking, knowing the whole time they're going to hold my hand. But right, right. it's like coming up with, we want to redo the KC89 logo. First started with that. 
I remember one of the probably one of the worst logos I done, but they redid it and ran with it. Uh, promo graphics, posters for the college, and things like that. That's where it started. Then jumping out after that, you know, after high school, that's when I first kind of got like, okay, I'm about to take on some clients. I remember one of my first big projects. Like we had a club in Camden. It was called Club Ice, and I remember. I thought you was gonna say the wheel. Oh, I, I do. To this day, I still do the wheel flowers. I still do the flowers for the wheel. Okay. But uh, it was club ice. That was my first time just doing something that everybody was going to see. And it was I, a, how it turned out, bro. It was a flyer for, I don't know if people remember, DSR. Yeah, Dirty South Rouse. Dirty South Rouse. Fat Bastard was coming to the club. I remember I done the flyer. And it was just like, man, I've been listening to Fat Bastard since I was 13. Doing that, it was just a good feeling. And from there, it went from clubs to... You know, you transition over to now I'm doing, like, stuff for, uh, it's a monument company. I work for a monument company, but I'm getting contracted out to do graphics for a monument company in Dallas. And it's like, you just see that growth. And it's just amazing what that start of wanting to do my friend's artwork led to. Okay. And what, a monument company, what is what is that exactly? Pretty much, uh, do tombstones. Okay. I'm a designer and marketing coordinator at, uh, it's BNS Memorials. We got a location. Close to here in Benton, but uh, we got a couple locations, and I do the marketing, the graphics, and just help design tombstones with that. And oh. It's something I never seen myself doing, wow. but it's amazing where what you learned back then can take you to. And man, I didn't I didn't know exactly what you did outside of your your own business, mm-hmm. but I knew you had multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. But I just you know I never knew I never exactly. asked. But I knew you had a couple things going on. That's cool, man. That's cool. And that's one of the things I I always tried to do is keep multiple. Things in income orders, like I said, I do a little photography here, videography here. It's just, you got to have that. It's, it's, I forgot how many incomes they say it takes, but it's, it's the truth. You got to keep, keep it coming in. Yeah, I think we need at least, I think the rule of thumb is at least three, if I'm not At mistaken. least three? Yeah, if one of them slow down, man, another one will probably pick up. Exactly. So, Quinn, how do you find the balance in that, man? Because I know you're a married man mm-hmm. with a daughter. Mm-hmm. How how do you balance these these multiple streams and your family? Because you got to find a balance in there somewhere. I can tell you, it's, it, it was hard at first because, like I said, I had a daughter. She's four, about to be five. I remember when she first came, uh, my wife was going back to work. My wife's a nurse. She works nights. Okay. So it's, it's on me. Ooh. After 6 p.m., it's me and her. And I remember I was having a hard time. Uh, finding time to do my projects, you know, because my daughter, she's a, she needs attention. And uh, you just find yourself, I mean, that's another thing about kids. You find how over these four years, she's got into, like, the stuff I do. Really? Like, she will sit there and watch me build a flyer, ask questions, and, and spell stuff out. But it was, without the help of my family, it probably would have been hard to do. But like I said, I got a mom that stays 10 minutes up the road, take her by there, I'm able to do projects. But it's... You gotta find that balance, cause you realize these kids need. You realize how much influence you have on your kids, and you can't just ignore them. Right, right. So like you said, it's finding that balance. And with one for the health of my family, it would have been hard. I got you. I got you. Okay, man. So we we make the flyer, make the club flyer for the uh, DSR, mm-hmm. and apparently it's, it's a hit, right? We start we start to take off. We gain some momentum. So after that, I know. Especially with your with your industry, man, it kind of speak for itself. Your work speak for itself, right? Mm-hmm. And the clients tell. But what were some of the methods you use to build your clientele in this in this field? One of my my method, I wouldn't 
advice for everybody. It's 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 kind of changed. Like you don't see me self promote a lot because I kind of got a side a solid clientele. And I would suggest that's where you get where you get your side solid clientele. That way y'all know how y'all work with each other. And if you get that, that's good. But in the beginning, when I had to promote, it was more of I took the 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 pretty much rapper approach. If if my friend who's a rapper is there pushing his music, I'm right there behind him, like, yeah, and I did the artwork. Okay. And you know, it, it worked to an extent, but then you realize you want to do more with it. Like I want to take the next level. I want to work with other people outside what we consider the culture. So uh like I said, you build that south clientele, and that's what the point where my boss uh tells his friend who owns the monument company. Yeah, my graphic man, he does this and that for me. And I'm pretty sure he contracts out. And once you get to a point where your boss supports your other income, just in a good position. And one thing I do stand for is uh, your work will sell itself. If you do solid work and the word of mouth, it's going to kind of always sell itself. But for somebody up and coming, just put the time into the craft. And I promise just the rest is just going to come. Because with graphics, it's so... Oversaturated, like you can make a post on Facebook and 30 random people and message, hey, you need a flyer, hey, you need that. Right, right, right. And you, you kind of gotta, you got your work just gonna separate yourself from that. Like you can promo all you want, but your work has to separate itself from that. Okay, man, one thing that I wanna give you your credit on, man, I believe in giving people their flowers mm -hmm. while, they, while they can still smell them. Mm -hmm. Man, you have an awesome turnaround. Like, dude got to turn around out this world, man. That's what distinguishes him from anybody i dealt with in the past. I appreciate it. No shade it. to any other graphic designers i dealt with. But, Quint, if he say he going to get it to you in 24 hours, you gonna, you can get it in 24. And his, he'll, he do revisions. He going to make sure you're satisfied. And that's the thing about it. That's kind of what I wanted to do to set me apart. Because there was a lot of the complaints I was getting. And that's kind of how you swoop in and get other clientele. Oh, such and such been having my stuff about three weeks, yes, and you know I I haven't got it back. Twenty four hours. Thanks. I'm gonna get if if I gotta stay up to two o'clock. If I say twenty four hours, I'm gonna knock it out. You can ask him. You get emails from me sometimes at three o'clock in the morning. Check your email. But I'm gonna have it there. <laughs> it's gonna and be that, that, And that's kind of what you gotta do. You gotta find that something to set you apart because it can be a graphic designer just as good if not better, but they take their time. Sometimes they get too comfortable. That's it. With they with they skill, That's it. and they don't grind like they just start. And that's nothing you got to do. You have to grind like you are just starting. Don't get too comfortable, because in that type of industry, it's always somebody learning. These kids, man, they right. learning. They don't the formal education stuff. They learn how to do this stuff with their phone, right? Yes, sir. simply. Yes, and it's sir. like you just gotta stay ahead if you want to keep traction. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing, man. What you said, man. Keep grinding. Mm -hmm. Remain hungry. Mm -hmm. That's it, man. Because like you said, some of the guys get comfortable, mm -hmm. and then they'll just they'll neglect your work. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and once they get your project, like, okay, they had you waiting for two and three weeks. Mm -hmm. Never have, never has he done that. Never has he went ghost on me, and I don't get no response. You know what I mean? That's what led me to him, man. Some of the graphic designers in the past would just go ghost. Don't hear nothing from them. And you can't do that to your, your faithful clients. I hate when people get comfortable with, you know, the faithful, and you neglect them to put people who may not come back to you. True story. After that, and that's just part of the game. You know, you can't do. True story. You cannot do it. Cause anybody, man, that that has a business, um, you understand. I'm sure you need to look into marketing and advertising, mm -hmm. and you gotta have a reliable graphic designer because you're gonna always need to put out content. Exactly. You need somebody that's gonna give you a good turnaround. A graphic designer is vital. <laughs> 
And if you don't have one, this one right here, he's a vital man. If you need to put out promo flyers or letting people know about upcoming sales or events, you gotta have somebody that's reliable. If you need a flyer in 24 hours, my guy got you, man. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's been great. Like one, it's 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 taking me places like I never seen. I'm working with a guy now. Uh, he's he's an outdoor. It's actually a group of them. Shout out to 24/7 Hunt. They got a podcast. They do a lot. But they like hunt and fish and all those other things. And I've been working with them. I first got introduced with them. Doing a video for him, uh, he just wanted to video him. Was it fishing? Yeah, fishing. And over the years, I've helped them get their podcast started. They record their podcast in my house. Well, one of them do. They do it remotely. Uh, and we've been doing stuff for boating companies. And he recently, they recently just got a sponsorship from Yeti. Okay. So we've been doing work with Yeti, and it's just like I never seen myself doing that. Like seeing my picture posted on like. The Yeti Instagram page and stuff like that. It's it's man, good to see. That's amazing, man. And when God give you a gift, man, it, uh, it opens doors, man. And it, mm -hmm. it provides you a seat at the table, man, amongst many men. For real. That's, exactly. That's amazing, man. And you said a lot with that. God give you the gift. My dad tell me all the time. He was like, you might not see it, but God gave you this for a reason. And it's like the more I work at it, the more it's like, Cause it was times I'm like, am I doing this for no reason? I picked the wrong lane, and it's like God put a message in your face, like, no, you keep going. This is for you. And He done took me through this trip, and I made it out. I seen a lot of people I started with didn't necessarily make it out. Like I never seen myself being this man with uh, business. Uh, my career, I love getting along with that perfect. I got a family, love my family. I never seen that starting out, and it's like that journey. You realize God put you through that journey for a reason. It's a light at the end of that tunnel, and you just keep chasing it. That's it, man. And what's what's amazing, man, is how your 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 nine to five goes with your personal mm -hmm. business. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that's what's amazing. So, Quinn, let me ask you this, man how how many graphics do you do you produce in a in a week on a weekly basis? Would you say in a week? Ooh. Just a, just an estimate. Estimate. I would say probably about. 20, 20, 20 probably a average week. Sometimes it gets up there because I got some clients like the wheel. Uh, they like to do everything for the month at one time. So it's like that first week of the month. Sometimes it's a little hectic. Like I said, I got a, it, it's so many up and coming artists and stuff. It's like they see one rapper or something they ask who do it. So it's a good week. I would say about twenty from logos to. To flyers and promo graphics, I say about twenty, and then putting that on top of like having to edit pictures and things like that. Sometimes it get hectic, but I'm thankful for it. Okay, okay. So, and then I, I noticed you said that you do a little bit of visuals, right? Mm -hmm. So, how much how much do you dabble in that? Oh, uh, I actually have my bachelor degree uh, was mass communications with an emphasis in film. So, I wanted to do film. Uh, when I jumped into it, I had a more idea of like scripted film, but it was like finding the time to do it, to write the scripts and all that was, ooh. but at least, I said I pick up my camera and film something at least once a week. Like I said, I do a lot of work with the, the fishing guys. That's like once a week, every other week. Uh, so it's about once a week, release a video. Okay, okay. 
Okay, cool. So um, you got you got the clientele base. Mm -hmm. That's obvious. So what are some of the methods that you use to um, retain your client? What's some What's some methods you use to keep your people coming back? Oh, like I said, putting my my solid clientele first. Uh, taking the time to get them graphics out, and it's like little things. Like sometimes people come for me, come to me like, oh, I need this such and such change. Like it's a little thing. I'm like, bro, don't. I got you on that. Sometimes just you take care of people who take care of you. That's like one of the biggest things. Little things you take care of them on, it's gonna always come back. They appreciate that. Cause once you've been in it long enough, you you, you just understand. It's it's things like that. Uh, like I got a couple clubs. They been with me so long, and I'm sitting here like I got something new for y'all. So I introduced them to like the little video flyers. It's something they can post on like a Facebook story or something. Has a little song and the, some of the things on the flyer move. Things like that, and I'm like, that's something new for you. Just stuff like that. Introduce them and put them in that type of stuff first. Give them, because a lot of times with the solid clientele, they won't mind if you experiment something new for them, and they ended up liking it. And it's just, you just take care of them. Give them new things. Help them with things that'll progress them. Because sometimes they don't know what's new out there. They don't keep up. They can't, they don't have the time to keep up with what's where the trends are going, right? And just sometimes taking care of that for them helps them. And that's, but that's that's where that's where you come in. That's mm -hmm. kind of a part of your your position exactly. that you play within that. That's cool, man. So definitely add more value. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't go wrong with that, man. You can't go wrong. So, um, what are what are some of the upcoming upcoming things that you might have coming with uh, with your business, man? Any upcoming projects? I'm trying to take a lot of time to do some of the personal stuff. That I wanted to do, like I said, I rarely find time to do stuff that I want to do. So I said, one of the things I wanted to do was actually get at least a short film off the ground. I got a friend, uh, he's into dog breeding or whatever, and I want to do a documentary. One of my goals is to do it before I leave this earth, I want to do a full-length documentary. And this one, I, two, two in mind, uh... I want to do one about him and his dog breed and kind of how the, what the dogs mean to him. Just something I want to do. But the main one I want to do uh, is the story of Camden Fairview football. Uh, it's just, that's one of the things I got in motion. Like I said, I got a younger cousin. He kind of follows in my footsteps. He's kind of doing the same thing. And one of the things we want to do and try to get this off the ground within the next two years is that film, at least get it started. But as for the graphics and things like that, I got a few clients that I'm hoping to, I've been communicating with that's kind of big to me on a personal level, but uh, it's just hopefully working with more, I said working with more corporate settings. I'm hoping to get some stuff with more universities and things like that, so I'm hoping stuff like that for hey, man, we're going to manifest it. We're going to speak it into existence, man. It's going to happen, bro. We got you. You will win. Gonna happen. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's what's up, bro. Let me ask you this. So, mm -hmm. what um, what were some of the trials and tribulations that you had to endure early on when you first got into graphics? Early on, I would say, uh, just feeling like I wasn't up to par with the competition. Like, like I said, it's so many graphic designers and stuff, and then you see, like, other people's work, and you realize, like, man, they're like a thousand times better than me. And you kind of get that envy in you, but then you, you have to take a step back and look and like, they work for that. They took the time to learn that. And it's it's more of, sometimes you got to look at yourself and be like, okay, I see what this person is doing. Let me learn to do this as well. 
like I said, the biggest trial for me in the beginning was just feeling like my work wasn't up to par with the competition. Because I'm looking at, at, at people from, like, I'm from South Arkansas, so I'm looking at the people from Central Arkansas that's doing, like, these big elaborate projects with people. And I'm like, man, what am I doing wrong when I get here? And then you get to questioning your work, questioning your work ethic and things like that. That's just something you can't do. Questioning myself is probably my biggest, biggest issue I had to deal with. Okay. So how did you how did you overcome overcome those hurdles, man? What did what did you do? It was more the, the self evaluation and and just realizing that God's gonna give me what's for me. Right, right. You know you can't you can't look at what the next person got going and they probably just kind of got to worry about what's you what's what's yours and what God got for you. And once I done that, took a step back and look, I started putting my maximum effort into what was mine, what was under my umbrella. And you take care of that, you start noticing that umbrella gonna get bigger mm. and bigger mm. and bigger. And then you realize this was that person I used to kind of envy. Mm -hmm. That's what they done. Mm -hmm. That's yep. kind of what you gotta do. But I mean, that's just that's just how we how human beings are naturally, mm -hmm. man. We are our own biggest critic. You know exactly. what I mean? Like regardless of it, the rest of the world might think it's amazing, mm -hmm. we'll still we'll still find that one thing. Well, I could have did that better. I could have did that better. We beat up on ourselves a lot. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, man, how do you feel about how do you feel about uh I'm pronouncing it right, Fiverr? Is that it? Yeah. Do you are you on there? I'm not on there. Okay. But how do you feel about it? It's it's good for for certain things. Like what you miss with Fiverr is that connection with the person doing your graphic. It's more like you got a person mass producing, you gotta think about it. Cause uh actually the lady I was talking about at the Monument Company in Texas, she was like she wanted me to do something I just didn't have time for. And I was like, sometimes you can find people on Fiverr. And she said, oh, I had a nightmare with Fiverr. She was like, it's, it's mass produced. She was like, I found 30 people with the same thing I had. Mm -hmm. And that's what you kind of deal with with Fiverr. But as a, a graphic designer on that end, it's okay. Because it's going to, it's going to put money in your pocket. Right. Like if you can have a, a quality portfolio to put on there, you will bring people in, but it's, you often find yourself getting overworked and then you see how 30 people end up with the same graphic because you sitting there just changing little things right. and sending to each person. But right. as a, as a person that need, have a need, that's looking to use fiber, it's okay for certain things, but if you want uniqueness, find you a solid graphic designer and just go that route. I was just curious, man, coming from, you know, I wanted to get the perspective from a graphic designer, mm -hmm. you know, with that being an app, with people that do a lot of things, but graphic design is one of the main things mm -hmm. they do. A lot of freelancers on there. But, um, yeah, I definitely feel that, man. Mm -hmm. With them being overwhelmed with such a large workload, and they start to put out the same one. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, quick, let me ask you this, man. What advice would you give of an upcoming graphic designer, somebody to get into, just wanting to get into this industry? I'm probably going to catch flat for this, but if you're thinking formal education and you want to just be an entrepreneur, think about it first. Uh, I was lucky, <coughs> excuse me, to uh, have scholarships and things where I didn't have to go into debt like that to get it. But like I said, I taught myself the most important things about it. 
So if you're going to do this for entrepreneurship and not looking to uh, have that resume to give to an interviewer that says you got this degree, kind of learn things on your own. Even if you do decide to go formal, learn things on your own and uh, stay, stay up to date on trends. Because sometimes I watch uh, older graphic designers, they let their stuff get dated because they don't keep up with what's going on. So mm-hmm. stay up to date on trends and just teach yourself. Regardless if you decide to get that form of education or not, teach yourself. And teach yourself on through your career. Don't just stop and feel like you know enough. Mm-hmm. Continue to learn. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's, and that's very important too, man. I know what you said, older graphic designers, they stuff is dated, right? Mm-hmm. So they're no longer appealing to the market exactly. in, the, in the marketplace. They're no longer appealing. So, mm-hmm. And I guess that will kind of start to decrease your revenue as it well. Would. Yeah. What, so what are, the, what are some of the things that you do to keep you in the loop of what's going on? Follow people like you on social media. Like I realize a lot of people use social media for the wrong reasons. People tell me, I don't never see you post on social media. I'm on there, but I use it for more of the uh, let me see what this graphic designer in mm-hmm. California got going because they're a little ahead of, ahead than what's going on in South Arkansas. Right. You know, just follow the right people. Look at people's journeys. Uh, it's gonna it, it just help you. You see them post the album cover, and you realize like, man, people really not cutting each other out and putting them on top of money and guns anymore. Just stay up to date on that type of stuff. It's it's who you follow, what you put in your vision, helps you stay up to date. Like I said. Uh, one of my best friends is YouTube. I follow so many graphic designers, just put up tutorials. And if I got a free moment, I'm going to say, hey, let me download this and do this tutorial with them. And just keep you up to date on things like that. Okay. And I just, I'm glad you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. So who are some of the graphic designers in the industry that you maybe look to that may be a, a mentor to you that you, you really appreciate their work? Uh, one guy I follow, his name is Creative Ryan. I follow him on Instagram. He's kind of like me where he does a little videography, photography, graphic design. And I kind of follow him because I feel like our personalities are similar and our clientele is similar. And just the trends and the moves he make <coughs> kind of help me, you know, see what I need to do, what I want to do. And, you know, it's just follow people. Like I said, everybody has a, a, a lane mm-hmm. in this. You need to find somebody that's in your lane. I feel like Creative Ryan is in my lane. And like I said, he puts out a lot of downloadable things and things like that that can help me along the journey. So I think Creative Ryan is one of the the people I like to say. That's cool, man. So uh, I take that you say a younger cousin that's headed down the same direction Mm -hmm. as you. So is he somewhat of a mentee of yours? He is. Oh, Ty is like probably six years younger than me. Okay. Uh, Decided to go the same route, college, uh, and he's working on, his stronger suit is is more, I would say, videography and visual things like that, but it's just like, it's amazing, like, how he, actually, got two, I got another cousin in Dallas that I really didn't know was paying that much attention to me, and up and come graduation time, I'm like, he got the same degree as me, he asking me for advice, yeah. and I'm like, you never realize who's paying attention to you, but it's like, it's just amazing seeing, even... Those two and other people just hit me up asking for advice, and it's like you realize like, should I be this gate? You don't. It made me realize don't be this gatekeeper because that's one thing we had that held us back when we were young. We had people who were older than us that 
done all those things, they kind of gatekept and wouldn't give us valuable information. Mm -hmm. And you give them that information and allow them to take the next level. And it's to the point now where they're like, man, we all need to come together and do something. And it's just... So could there be a future uh, collaboration, man, adding them to the team? And I, I hope so. Yeah. And I, I think it's, I know with me and my one cousin, it's very, the one that's, uh, he's actually up this way in Conway. I know that's very, very likely to happen. He's just trying to brush up on some of his skills, like I said, that that, that form of training mm-hmm. didn't teach him some of the things I know, so he's trying to catch up on that level. But I actually see that happening. That's what's up, man. That's, my, that's what's up. Yeah. Add them up under the QG visuals umbrella. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping is to just expand this. One day I want this to be a whole marketing uh, advertising agency. That sounds good, bro. And I'm hoping to get there soon. Hey, it's gonna happen, man. I can see it. You got that. You got that hard work effort, man. And you just and yo, you so humble, man. The humility in you, bro, it's, it's amazing. And I think that take us. That, that take you wherever you want to go in life. Bro. I appreciate. It. I know that's that's one of the things that that that. I take pride on is anybody that works for me, they kind of have a good review on my character. And that's something you realize too as the older you get and the more experience you get is your character is just as valuable as the work you do. So that's something else I would tell a young person. You know, carry yourself how you would want somebody, uh, a person you would use or somebody you expect to do work for you. Carry yourself in that manner. Like, it's, it's, it matters. Your character matters as a person. Man, hey, Clint, um, so how how can you be contacted, man? What's your contact information for anybody looking to do work with you in the future? I'm on Facebook, Quint Green. Uh, I actually got a page, QG Visuals, on there. Uh, Instagram, QG Visuals. Twitter, QG Visuals. Uh, Gmail, QG Visuals at gmail.com. Like I said, just reach out to me if you need anything done. We tap it up, and I'm going to give you that honest opinion on turnaround time. If I feel like it's 24 hours, it'll be there. If it's like a Friday, I'm out of town. I'm going to tell you Sunday evening, it'll be in your email. It'll be there. And that's just how it'll be. It'll be there, yeah. Hey, man, satisfaction guaranteed, man. Great turnaround. Y'all check, check, check my boy out. Hey, once again, man, it's a pleasure, man. Thank you for coming, bro. I appreciate you for having me. Like I said, it was a long time coming. Yeah. It's good to see some of the stuff I remember sending you up yeah. in here so we yeah, it's, like, it's, came to life. I appreciate it, man. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up.